Uh, the views expressed in the It Takes What It Takes Letter Carrier podcast are solely those of the hosts and guests. They do not represent any government agency or NGO or labor organization. The It Takes What It Takes Letter Carrier podcast is 100% DIY, not for profit. Any advertising revenue is used to cover operational costs, and all excess revenue is donated to charity. Welcome to the It Takes What It Takes Letter Carrier Podcast, a podcast made for and by letter carriers, where we take a deep dive into the rabbit hole that is slinging the mail. I'm your co-host, Travis, and 1,200 miles due east of me is... Dave. <laughs> so this is our... Good to be with you. <laughs> this is our inaugural episode, episode number one, and, well, you know, we're gonna just going to kind of just... Uh, going off the cuff here we don't really have much of a script and that's a non-scheduled day for pretty much everybody and uh well (laughs) for most of us i should say and uh join it while we can you guys working over 60 hours a week man what's Uh, it like for you guys out there we are very close we are very close we've had a uh had a bit of a rough patch thankfully uh i haven't worked my non-scheduled sunday in quite some time. Uh, but as far as during the week, it's more or less a guarantee that you're working six days a week right now, but we oh, still, do, we still okay. do Amazon in my neck of the woods. So yep. it's, it's an available option if I want the OT, I suppose, but I am, uh, respectfully declining. We'll put it like that. We'll put it nicely. <laughs> I don't blame you. We went through a, a huge stretch somewhere between October, and November up to about two and a half, three weeks ago where it was just, uh, Balls and ovaries to the wall, so to speak. Yeah, no I mean, uh, yeah, uh, six days a week. I mean, obviously, CCAs and PTFs were working their seven days, uh, but it was crazy. Uh, non-scheduled days were, um, uh, I mean, you were just mandated. It was what it was, and the morale took a shit. It was bad. Oh, 100%. So, uh, 100%. staffing issues just kind of, uh, more or less kind of... Uh, uh, stabilized over the last two and a half, three weeks, so it hasn't been as bad. Uh, and hopefully that trend continues to go up. So we'll yeah, see. Right. Uh, I think pretty much everything else around the city wise, the cities surrounding us are pretty much uh, the same as far as working those uh, uh, 60 uh, hours or plus, you know, when they're having those issues. But uh, we were kind of, uh, I think, just uh, getting lucky where we're at. So yeah, we're at my office. We've got. Uh, I'm trying to think. Right off the top of my head, here we got five, 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 four plus three. So that's nineteen plus three is twenty-two. City routes plus two auxiliaries and a collection gig and a a, a dorm school run gig. We've got four vacant assignments right now. Four vacant full time assignments right now. And we have, oh god, well that had, explains a lot. We have no CC, <laughs> we have no CCAs either, and no PTS. No shit. And what the? F- <laughs> yeah, right, dude. Yeah, yeah, eyes wide open. Uh, Holy fuck! Oh, I'll so keep my mouth shut. Then I shouldn't be pitching. Everybody is uh, more or less, you know, like I said, six, seven days a week. Uh, we've got some guys in the pipeline, but you know how that goes. A lot of folks come yeah. on and they find out very quickly that uh, being the low man on the totem pole is just not for them, uh, which I totally sympathize yeah. with. I get it. 
Uh, this job, this job is brutal, man. It takes a certain type of person to do it, uh, male or female. It doesn't really make a difference. Uh, it just, uh, you either got it or you don't. Um, I think the last time I heard, I think the turnover ratio was probably somewhere in the neighborhood of 50% nationally. So it's probably about right. I feel like I've seen that statistic as well. And, uh, I feel like it shows for sure. Yeah, it does. Uh, and hopefully with the, COVID uh, being somewhat better than what it has been, uh, staffing issues can uh, get better at places. And then then you're just back to your normal, uh, what the fuck's wrong with your office type issues, you know. <laughs> absolutely. And with that in mind. That's where we're, we're hoping to get to this year. Go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, you know, with that in mind, we should, uh, we should probably move on to, you know, folks have listened to us uh, lament here for a couple minutes and probably can relate with us at a very personal level. We might as well go on to uh, who we are, you know, why we do the yep. job, how we got to where we're at and where we're at currently. If you want to go ahead and uh, if you want to start out, by all means, go ahead and yep. rock and roll. And then uh, uh, my name is Dave. I started in. I, I'm, yeah, sorry. Uh, my name is Dave. I started in 2011. Um, I started out as a TE. I did four and a half years as a TE. I'm sorry, I did two years as a TE, two and a half as a CCA, so four and a half uh, total as a non-career, and then got converted in uh, 2015. So I've been on the same route since I came in, more or less. We had a one-route adjustment, um, but uh, I enjoy it. Uh, I'm prior military. This is kind of an extension of my uh, military service, in, in my view. So uh, it's why I do it, uh, and it uh, it pays well. Um, uh, certainly pays the bills. Uh, it didn't, uh, it's always been a good paying job. You know, you start out from the beginning not having uh, too many benefits, but uh, once you get in, you're pretty much set for life as long as you can keep your feet moving and your, your mouth shut or not. Uh, so uh, I, I really enjoy it. Uh, the weather sucks. Um, I'd rather deliver in a much nicer uh, climate. Uh, I plan on uh, being at that point within the next uh, five to six years and uh I look forward to uh, retiring in uh, much nicer weather than northern Indiana. <laughs> right, right. Well, as for myself, uh, for those of our listeners, I'm I'm Travis, and uh, I started the job in 2008 as a TE in northern Indiana. Uh, did that until we got converted to CCAs. I want to say that was 2013, 2014-ish, question yeah. mark? Yep, sure was. Yeah, 2013, I feel like they turned us into CCAs. I went full-time regular in 2014 and then 2015 i transferred to southwest montana here in bozeman and i've been here in bozeman ever since uh i'm currently old yeah very cool <laughs> yeah there's a subculture shock there i was used to the snow and used to the cold but i you know when you it gets really cold here man we've had days where we go out and deliver in where the high is negative 10 and there's wind you know what i no, mean <laughs> but uh there's no humidity, so it's better. Uh, oh, I'm nice. Currently a uh, currently a T6 carrier technician, Schedule 2, oh. whatever, swing man, you know, colloquially, right. <laughs> as we put it. Uh, I'm on an all-mounted swing. And all oh, my, nice. All my guys park in the garage, too. That was the big selling point. We have a garage in my office. We don't load outside. Well, half of us... You're retiring on that assignment. <laughs> yeah, I've got, uh, of the five, of the five, five routes on my swing... There's only two that are really what I would consider to be problematic. I got one that is basically all students who are the worst customers ever. <laughs> they, yeah. 
Only, lazy with their mail, aren't they? Yeah, only care about their packages, and it's a very densely mm-hmm. compact area. And then, so, you know, large population density, lots of stuff. Uh, then I've got another one, which is primarily rich people who are also problematic nice. customers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, for yeah, various it, uh... other reasons, <laughs> which I'm sure that yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll get into as we as we discuss the many different different facets of our job. And uh, yeah, actually, you're, sure. my, you're still my parents' mailman, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah I still am, man. Yeah, they, uh, uh, it's it's a nice neighborhood over there. It's by the local high school, so uh, I don't uh, I don't particularly have any uh, plans to move off of this uh, this route. It's it's more or less set up the the way I I prefer it. So it's about as it could probably be a little more uh, um, streamlined. But uh, I like I like I like it. So uh, I get quite a few packages, but uh, it uh, it keeps me busy. So I like it. Oh, yeah, I'd, good I'd, people. I'd prefer to just do a full day on on my gig than to have to drive across town, as would dictated by staffing issues yeah. or whatever. You know, you can easily spend, yeah. you know, twenty five minutes, thirty minutes of travel time here in Bozeman just trying to get around to wherever it is. You oh, jeez. And I mean, yeah, yeah, this town isn't exactly built for the amount of people that live here. What's the population size? We're we're dealing with about fifty thousand here. So what are you guys? I mean, it's a college town, right? Yep, college town. It's about forty thousand people when the university is in full swing. Oh wow! Okay, and it's uh, a little, te- little a little smaller. Yeah, it's built for twenty thousand people. <laughs> the roads yeah. are. There's no easy way to get around town. Oh geez, yeah, that's uh, that creates kind of a headache then. Uh, especially during the college season, but uh, after that, it's pretty much dumped out, though, right? I mean, well, you get a, you get about a two three month lull, I guess, of of somewhat normalcy. Oh, for and then sure, after that, it's sure. just we also have just a, chaos uh, after that. Yeah, we also have a tourist season, which is uh, you know its own special special form of suck, for lack of a better way to put it. It's like the town gets yeah. basically invaded by a bunch of people that don't know where the turn lanes are at and you know, get lost and they drive young slow. college people. Yes. <laughs> More or less. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Hold on one second. My dog is getting to be a bit, a bit of a pain here. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. There he goes. I got an 89 pound, uh, golden doodle, a black one, believe it or not. And, uh, he, uh, he appreciates my attention. So <laughs> let's see here. So, as we, uh, you know, we've, I think we've introdu- introduced ourselves pretty, uh, pretty decently to the uh, yeah. to the listeners. We've both been letter carriers for a decade or more, and yeah. been through all sorts of different uh, different job descriptions, kind of within the letter carrier craft, for lack of a better way to put it. Yep. You know, worked together I, at one point too. Yep. Yep. We didn't really mention that. Yep. Yeah, served a uh, lengthy sentence at the Bradamus Station in South Bend, Indiana. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you uh, you're in the stripes out there, man. Yeah, at least yeah. you did back in the day. I can't speak too much for these days, but uh, did back in the day. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I went back there to visit once, and the new station manager kicked me out. So <laughs> that was that was that was yeah. I don't. That. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I don't get an open invite over there. Hopefully, most yeah. people over there don't remember me, but uh, I did I did I did my best. I think to to keep myself under the radar, but. Uh, 
as a non-career, it's not easy. So no, no, is it definitely as a non-career employee, you are on the radar all the time. You know, yep. and thankfully, you know, I know some of our listeners will probably be CCAs or former TEs or current PTFs or anything of those. I don't want to call them lower, but they're definitely lower on the totem pole as far as the the way the post office works. You know, listening yeah. to that, know that, you know, thankfully I can see uh, the overall trajectory over my course of time in the post office is that, you know, the tide is rising and it is lifting all the ships, but there are waves, you know, there are waves and they go up, they go down, but for the overall trajectory, yeah. things are getting better for our non-career complement, at least in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, since since I came in in 2011, you know, and I pretty much came in at the end of a contract, you know, that 2013 uh, contract where we went from T's to CCA, lost $6 an hour. Yeah, it was a huge kick in the balls. Um, but, you know, ever since then, things have gotten progressively better. So uh, uh, I would I would have really have liked when I came in as a TE if I within, had two years in and I could get converted to a, a PTF. Hell, I would like to have been a PTF when I got hired off the streets, you know. Uh, to my understanding, they used to do it that way. Um, but, you know, um, the Postal Service took a hit with their money back in the uh, the mid-aughts or so. And um, they uh, they wanted to uh, get it the, about as cheap, cheap as labor as they could. And uh, they were only able to get so much out of that so uh but yeah it's it's gotten better you know uh hell this this past year we've gotten a couple of great colas even as uh, as career people so it's it's gotten better for career people too now uh it's fair to say that the, the prices and everything have gone up um but at least we're not in the tank like everybody else yeah so. i believe that is uh that's 100 percent accurate i you know the past two colas that we've gotten both i forget when the when was the other one it was about three or four months ago was it november I want to say yeah, it's about right. question yeah. mark. You know, and also the world is a raging dumpster fire right now and it has been for a while and it keeps getting hotter. So, yes. You know, but it's nice that we do work in a work environment where those things are taken at least moderately taken into account and we can see some relative pay adjustments due to that. We got we got good job security too. I mean, um, you know, I I I won't uh, I won't mention too much or talk too much lengthily about COVID, but you know, it was, it was hard for me to relate to people who were out of jobs uh, when they had COVID, uh, had childcare issues and things like that. Moreover, just really didn't have the jobs and things like that because uh, we always worked and there was more than enough work to go around. So it was hard just to get down to that level and understand where probably the average person or maybe most people uh, depending on what area you live in, we're really affected by COVID, you know. Uh, yeah, I had to wear a mask in the office all the time, you know, uh, but I pretty much had to do that pretty much everywhere else, but I was working, you know. So uh, it was it was, uh, it was was surreal in a way to deal with that. It's nice to see that we're getting out of that, though. Yeah, man. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, we're on month 36 of 2020, yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> it just keeps going and going and going, but we are, I do see the light yeah. at the end of the tunnel for sure. You know, hopefully a lot of our vi listeners have been vaccinated or have gotten on that train. But if not, you know, that's on you. That's your body. Do what you're going to do. You know what I mean? You've heard it. Yeah. Every, I'm, this is not a COVID-19 podcast. <laughs> Number two. Yeah. One. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, I people are going to do what people are going to do, man. Yeah. Yeah. At this point in the game, you know, you know, we went out to out to brunch today, actually. And, you know, we went into and my wife and I went out to dinner last night as well. 
and uh, there was only maybe two or three people wearing masks in the buildings. Buildings were at maximum capacity. Uh, I mean, I guess we'll see what happens yeah. if I, you know, end up having to take a week off or whatever <laughs> for catching <laughs> catching the uh, yeah. what, what's the popular variant today? Is it uh, the Omicron? BA two or BA2. Omicron BA two? <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure what it is, what the flavor is these days. Um, right. You know, I'd gotten the COVID, man. It sucked, uh, you know, and it, uh, you know, you watched it. I watched it just go through our office like mad, and it created a, a shit ton of, of uh, staffing issues, you know, and uh, it did that pretty much everywhere. But uh, there was, you know, the Postal Service uh, didn't escape the COVID. It ran, no, it ran no, rapid, no. and uh, uh, it's it's still lingering in certain areas, I'm sure. So. Oh, absolutely, especially probably in more densely populated areas for sure. Thankfully, uh, you know, Montana as a state in general, low population widely dispersed you know yep. we didn't really experience it though my county one of the more populous counties in this in the state did experience it a little bit harsher than other places but at the same time uh way better than say like new york or even oh yeah chicago yeah. northern indiana you know in the places yeah. where, where there's denser. a lot of people yeah yeah that uh, tends to density tends to to spread it pretty quickly so for sure, for sure. Well, I think that uh, maybe we should we can uh, move on here and get into like what our uh, listeners can expect from the podcast, what kind of content they can expect, and what our okay. like uh, kind of like a, what our mission statement is going to be here. And what I I kind of envision for for this podcast to be is kind of educational material. You see, I I find that my approach towards trying to disseminate information to our membership. And like I'm currently, I'm a secretary in Branch 1028 here in in Bozeman, Montana. So I get a lot of questions. I get a lot of questions from a lot of people about contractual That's a busy issues job, dude. or just the lay of the land, what is going on in the world of being a letter carrier and the like. And I find that like it's often easier for me to teach people where to find the answers as opposed to just telling them the answer flat out you know i take an educational approach to teach a man to teach a man yeah. to fish kind of a kind of a thing and yep. you know a podcast is an easy way for on-demand content you can listen to it when you want you can download it when you want and you can digest it when you want it's on demand and it's good it's an easy way to to get information out to people kind of see this as a uh, kind of like our collaborative effort to kind of produce an audio format of your branches, like newsletter, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, you know, it, it, it's important to educate people. Um, You know, we could, we could constantly tell people, um, you know, what the rules are without really uh, offering them the opportunity to, to educate themselves. But ultimately you don't really learn anything by uh, listening just to other people, you know, and sometimes people, uh, are just wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's Sometimes, uh, you know, I mean, no disrespect to uh, the people in the union and the postal service, but we're all human. Sometimes people make mistakes. So uh, I just tell people, anytime I tell you something, uh, go look it up, you know, uh, you know, the, the, the JCAM, uh, every postal manual that's out there is pretty much available online. If not, there's somebody probably in your branch or your office that can get you, uh, those sources, but man, uh, you learn so much by just doing it on your own versus just letting somebody tell you the answers, you know, uh, we're all humans. It's so easy just to get sucked into that, uh, uh, that mindset of just 
letting people do all the work for you that you don't uh, you don't really uh, educate yourself. And really, what you're doing is you're doing the person who's giving you the information a disservice too, because you might be in a position to uh, to expand on what they're telling you, or just even correct them if need be. So yeah, one hundred percent. And I, I know you've got some experience in this. Is as a you're still a branch president? Question mark. Yep. Yeah. F- fantastic. Yep. Yes, I'm sure. And it's my second or third term on money. I uh, I don't remember. <laughs> but uh, uh, I've 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 been in the I've been in the union uh, more or less since 2013. I was paying dues prior to that, uh, but I wasn't I wasn't really active. You know, I moved to another office in 2013, got more involved, and uh, ultimately was just able to uh, work my way up to president. You know, it's not really a job that's really sought after, and it's 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 not that it's a bad job. It's just it's extremely busy. Um, for what I do. And uh, with that being said, there's other jobs within the branches that are a lot more busier, in my opinion, uh, and probably not as glamorous. Um, for instance, the secretary, that's a, a recording secretary has got a lot more responsibilities, in my view, than a branch president. You know, I usually, it's easy for me to go in and have a conversation with management, and argue a point, and maybe that's just a, an advantage of the personality they have. But all that other organization that goes on behind the scenes, uh, it's a lot of work. So, yeah, it's uh, a very administrative role for sure. I mean, it, in my office, just the overall, like the branch, commu- I'm more or less like the branch communication officer. I make sure yeah. that everybody's on the same page. I send out emails. I talk to people just on the clock. And, you know, one thing that I was going to point out when you were talking about uh, how, you know, limiting your information sources and getting your information from just one source or just one person uh, you, we kind of like find ourselves being stuck in these like echo chambers. And what a lot of people don't realize in this, in, in this organization is that things might be different at a different office. We've got this like overall, yeah. like we're like, Oh, it's the post office. It's the same everywhere in the country. And that's just simply not true. You know, a, for the, yeah. most, for the most part, you know, local agreements, differ Very, from, something. Yeah. From, from office to office and just yep. basic work methods and how mm-hmm. things are organized and we you know can hopefully contrast some of that to our listeners and kind of open people up to to what it's like to work in different places in the country and how different things are handled you know you go into these like facebook groups or following you know youtube personalities yep. or things like that and uh you can get i don't want to say that like Facebook in particular is a bad place because there's a lot of good information there, but there's also a lot of terrible information there. And yeah, you know, you it's social media. That's all I'm going to say. And it's, right. it's full of people, <laughs> full of humans. Yeah. I, I, there's a very prominent, yeah. uh, NALC group on Facebook. And I think it's got some like 19,000 people yeah. in the group. I mean, it's, it's massive Huge following. and it's great that we know we can engage with other people, but also there's just a lot of, uh, loudest voices in the choir type of folks yeah. on social yeah. media. Uh, they, yeah. they love to argue and they love to think that they're right. And sometimes that's just not the case. So we hopefully can yeah, help disseminate some of that. Yeah. It's uh, it's, it's unfortunately just one of the byproducts of this business. Everybody wants to help. Uh, everybody's got an opinion. And the one thing that I've learned uh, from this job is doing this job as a union president, steward, et cetera, et cetera, is it, it's always a good idea to listen to other people. Um, doesn't necessarily uh, mean that they're right, 
but uh, always, always listen and always be quick to listen versus speak. And, you know, it's uh, it's difficult at times, especially if, if you're in your own echo chamber. You're not around a lot of people who give you good uh, constructive criticism. Um, you'll uh, you'll tend to never get out of that echo chamber. So, oh, yeah, for sure. And especially if you want something that uh, isn't uh, that you're not going to get like a day off or an annual leave slot or uh, something of that nature. You know, I would, there was a time when I would argue till I was blue in the face about why I deserve something that I really didn't for sure. Yeah. You know, and you know, there's, there typically is a lot of logic behind people uh, in their arguments when they, when they, when they contradict the contract, you know, um, and it makes sense a lot of the times, you know, we could sit here and spin scenarios day after day, but oh, sure. uh, the, the sure. point is, is that, you know, the rules are more or less written to uh, to provide a benefit for everybody at a specific time when it's relevant, you know, sometimes the way the rules are written, they just, they just don't benefit people, i.e. mandating, you know, nobody likes to get mandated, but there's yeah. certain times when it's appropriate. So, And oftentimes the rules are written in a way that you need a lawyer or somebody that's got significant experience to be able yeah. to decipher them. <laughs> but that's it's a, probably it's a, one of the biggest challenges they had. Yep. It's a government agency though. I mean, what else can you really expect? I mean, it's, it is, they write that. Stuff and it's a legal contract. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's more, and I, I don't mean this to be derogatory, but it's, it's more, more or less written by lawyers. So oh, people who, who need to uh, understand it, especially when you go and, you know, uh, worst case scenario, you have to argue your point up in front of an arbitrator or somebody else, uh, you know, above them. You know, you, you need to uh, you need to be able to uh, speak the language, you know, but uh, it doesn't make it easy for us down here at this level. But that's where educating yourself uh, comes into play. So and we just definitely want to put this out to our listeners. We're going to be we record these things live and we uh, stream them on Twitch and on Discord. So people are more than welcome to come in and listen along though on uh on discord uh all you get to do is listen (laughs) there's no uh there's no option to interfere with dave and i's conversations unfortunately because i've got a single track mind and i cannot afford any distractions outside of that so depending on what you want to do it'll depend on which app you use yeah yeah we do have uh going to be covered on most of the social media channels and everything but i think we're we're pretty good for our you know, our initial take here and, uh, you know, we hope to get some guests in, in the future. We're probably going to start locally with friends of ours that work in the letter carrier craft. And I know we've got one friend in particular, I'm sure as soon as I say this, you'll know exactly who I'm speaking of. But when we come to talk about TEs, we definitely have a very opinionated friend in that department. (laughs) You know, it's a, it's a, it's an, it's an old sore that deserves to be picked. Oh, oh, certainly, certainly. Uh, and uh, you know, there's all kinds of issues that we can do in-depth dives on, and we hope to uh, to expand on that. Like I said, with guests and maybe yeah. obviously some some more lighthearted content as well. You know, no need to take everything so seriously. It's definitely we get enough of that on the job. There's not a lot of reason to rehash yeah, rehash you know, anything uncomfortable. <laughs> it's it this job is so is so stressful that you need an out you know and you need a legal out and uh, there's right. nothing wrong with the nothing wrong with social media to to help out with that and and hopefully along the way we can uh, offer people some good advice uh and get them to go back into their offices and uh, especially those offices that need a change a positive change that they can make a positive change in their office you know it all starts at the uh, the ground level people just talking uh, you know 
a lot of times that's just what people need. They just need the engagement in their office, the verbal engagement where it's uh, uh, where it's necessary to uh, kind of uh, get things going in the right direction, especially if they're not on track. So Exactly. Just plant a seed because oftentimes, you know what, we don't even know – we know the problem, but we don't know how to ask the question to address the problem. And hopefully we can help plant those seeds and, you know – Rising tide, we, we rising tide, we lifts all ships and make it a better place for everybody to work. That's you know my goal, and I tell that to new people coming on that I want to make this place better than I found it, and I want to make work, working conditions better for everybody that I work with. Right, you know, you, you ultimately want to do twenty, thirty years in this in this business if if your body will, God willing, can can handle it. Uh, so you gotta you gotta figure out how to get yourself through the. Uh, uh, the challenging 20 to 30 years that there could be, you know, you start off at the bottom. Uh, it's a real bitch. Um, eventually, uh, you, you get converted and, and things tend to, uh, mellow out more or less, but it never, uh, the bullshit never stops. Uh, you have, it ebbs and flows. You have these days where in weeks, months where things can go great. And then they just take a, they take a rat and shit. Pardon my language. For no, instance, no, COVID. Well, half uh, uh, was a big example of it. You know? So don't worry about it. There will be no bleeps. Yeah. <laughs> Fully uncensored. Good. Good. Uh, if your uh, your pastor don't want you to be here, don't be here. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, I, I look forward to doing this, man. Uh, you know, I, uh, I I think we both can uh, offer people a lot of uh, good information uh, as we move forward. So absolutely. And with that said, we're gonna go ahead and do some plugs here. And we will let everybody go, and hopefully we'll see you in a week or two. We haven't quite figured out what our exact production schedule is going to be yet. That depends on the hosting service and a number of other factors. Also, whether you mean it or not, <laughs> yeah, whether, whether we have to work or not. You know, and Dave and I, yeah. we live in different time zones. We both have families. You know, and life is is what it is. So anyway. Moving on, you can follow us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Go ahead and email us at it takes what it takes podcast, all one word, at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Facebook and Instagram is it takes what it takes podcast. On Twitter is the oddball, it's it takes podcast. Uh, we stream all of our episodes on Twitch, or you can join us on Discord. And if that's not your thing, we're going to post these live feeds to YouTube for if you want to watch at your discretion as well if the live stream does not meet up with your schedule links for social media can be found in the show notes yada yada we all know how podcasts work if you like what you're here tell your friends tell your coworkers, leave a five-star review anyway that's that plugs plugs i should just record that so we can like insert it in every episode i'm not, i don't feel the need to yeah. say that every time no, no, no. You'll, you'll, uh, you'll, you get a lot of cotton mouth from doing that. Yeah, absolutely. We'll have to come up with some cheesy end line for a way to end this. Don't forget, it takes what it takes. Yeah. <laughs> Something uh, ridiculous. No matter what management says, fuck them. It takes what it takes, yeah, man. It takes what it takes. All right. Fuck we'll em. catch you all later. See ya.